Married at first sight is getting real spicy. I love to mind my own business. I don't think I would have the guts, even if I knew I was right, to call someone out because I also would have only known that person for what, two days? There's there's a couple specifically that's being a little too confident right now. Now, I'm still fully on their team. I want them to succeed, but I'm just saying the first fight's going to be real sweet now. I, I need them taking down a couple pegs. Oh, I'm pretty sure last pod I mentioned that I'm waiting for the downfall. There's going to be oh. a downfall. Well, see, I'm just like looking forward to the inevitable first fight. You're looking forward to like a big downfall. I, I just think there's energies, right? There's ups and downs, and they are so up that I feel like their down's going to be... Not I mean, that I'm rooting against it. them. I am for them. I'm for love. I'm for them to work. I just... You can see I'm get, it. I'm getting, my, I'm getting vibes right now. All right, all right. I can see it. Today, we are talking about Maths Season 15, Episode 6, Saved by the Mariachi. And boy, were they saved. But before we get that, let's talk about the tequila tasting and the girls' brunch. We found out that Justin and Alexis walk around naked. Um, I, I, I don't, don't even know how that came out. <laughs> I don't even do that, and we've been married forever. Yeah, no. I don't know if I could do that. Now, this is the first line where I thought, hmm, Ben is giving me some red flags, maybe some yellow flags. He seems kind of immature by this comment. He was talking about how well the experts did at matching him, but then he follows that up with, well, her friend said she's a certified freak. Why? So tell me, <laughs> you're, there's no way you're going to tell me the truth about this. A group of guys get together. It's immediately sex talk. Oh, is that the norm? That's the question. Is that the, well, what's this, what's the story? I mean, are we just a regular hangout? Is somebody dating somebody new? Like what's the, what's the background? Well, I didn't think that far. <laughs> It was a top of the dome question. No, um, like, like even if just a e- group of guys, e- I don't even know. if there's a, a group of guys and someone just says, "Oh, I got a new girlfriend," whatever. Don't know my first question or even twentieth is gonna be like, "So how's the sex?" Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I'm just like, "Oh, they're cool." Like, what are they into? Like, those are my questions. Like, how are the dates been? Have you guys been on dates? How's that going? I think I'm just so surprised that this season is just so open and so fast talking about sex. We always talked about sex on this show. It's not a big deal, but I've never seen it so... I've never seen it have so much pressure so early. Is it? Is it the West Coast vibe? Maybe. We're first, just open. Time, I don't know. First time on the West Coast, and this is what we get. Something about Ben. His introduction, the way he presents himself... That is not who he it is. It sounded so mature. And as as you know, the season's going on, and we kind of... These little little nitpicks he has and things he brings up, Almost like Mitch at 41, like, you don't have to tell her you're not into her in day two, bro. Like, cool off. Like, just wait a minute. That level of immaturity, it's interesting. Nate gets a lot of shit for, people say he's sneaky, there's something off about him, but Ben. You guys need to watch Ben. Also, Miguel's already ruined for me, so he's already off my list. Him and Lindy were so high for me, and now I'm just like, no, no, get out of here. But I can't believe I said nothing happened to this conversation. This is where we find out that Miguel and Lindy had sex. After they had this whole conversation about her needing to be comfortable and it's going to be a huge big deal and her telling the girls one thing and her actions being another thing. But honestly, you can't talk too much about that and think low of Lindy because Miguel is pressuring the shit out of her. We saw Miguel pressuring her and then it seemed like Lindy wanted a that connection, that emotional connection, getting to know someone. 
but if not that day or the day after they were having sex, do you think it was mutual? Or do you think it was... I Lindy would not... It wouldn't have happened if Miguel wasn't as pressuring. Even if he's... I mean, he's being pretty direct with his pressure, but let's say he wasn't and he was just making little comments or saying, oh, that would be really fun or, oh, I would really like that. That's still pressuring. I think you're correct and I'm with you where it would definitely have not happened this fast if Miguel wasn't a little bit pressuring. If he was the nice romantic guy that he portrayed himself as on the intros. That Miguel is not even Miguel. Who is that man? There's not been one poem written. Yeah, he seems really like stern or like he has no his fun. Wa- he has his ways about him of like this is who I am and I don't change. Like I I wonder if they're going to run into things in the future of living together where he's really not into changing. I could see that. Also, he tends to just walk away, so we'll see. Oh yeah, in his intro didn't he say he's like girls always break up with him and then when you talk to him he says, "Oh, I just leave basically. I just break up when there's no connection." This is what I extra hated. Bomb is dropped. They're talking about it. He said it was perfect. It was holy. He felt one with the universe, with the connection, with the higher being. Are you just making fun of Lindy now with her religious thing? Because you said you were not, you do not believe in that. I think so. Fuck that. Did you, I didn't like how Miguel was almost trying to, in a way, justify himself, but sort of judge the other guys for not having sex yet. Thank you. A hundred percent. I thought that was really weird. That was a weird take. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to gauge when someone should have sex. Like, that is their relationship and their, their speed. He didn't ask as a curious mind or was just curious of what you had to say. It was more smugly sitting there with your stupid smile and judging what Nate had to say. He kept poking and prodding and it wasn't fair to the other men to have that pressure on them. The part that really bugged me was when Nate gave him an answer. He's kind of like, hey, we're like trying to build a connection when you're into when you go into sex too fast. Like I've seen where just things don't work out or, you know, maybe now your relationship's kind of all on sex and you didn't form that connection. But then he says like Miguel basically says, like, I think Nate's talking out of his ass or like he's full of shit. I'm like, dude, how like how are you judging him when this man who you probably judged that he was going to be the first one to have sex? Is taking his time before they have sex, and you already have, so you, in a way, look like the dog. If he is even pressuring his boys, I can't imagine the pressure that Lindy is under from him. I'm sure it was in a way where he always just pokes. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's making little, like, oh, you know, I'd really like to have sex with you. Like, you know, like, I'd already, you know, if it was up to me, it already, you know, just weird things like that. Then we have girl brunch time. So this is kind of the conversation we were building up since last week. Yes, Kristen finally gives everyone the details. But I thought it was really interesting that she immediately, before she even starts talking, says, we all have to be Team Mitch still. Her mindset this whole season has just been kind of blown me away. Like, I didn't expect her to handle things this well or be so strong about this marriage with Mitch. Like, even though he's basically rejected her, telling her friends, like, we're not going to go against him. Like, he's my man. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Is that... Because usually when you tell someone a story or say this happened to me with this person, you don't immediately try to protect that person. She's very protective of him, which is really nice. But at the same time, does he deserve that protection? Because he didn't care 
how he came off to her face. I feel like it's also a way to protect him in in a way where couples will relay information to their spouse depending on the way it was received, right? Like if you're telling me about you have this shitty ass boyfriend, well, I'm going to tell my partner like, yo, so-and-so told me they got a (laughs) fucked up boyfriend. Like, you know, but if if she approaches it with like, we're all team Mitch, they're going to be like, yeah, you know, Kristen said like, you know, Mitch wasn't really into it, but she's super supportive with like, you know, she's working through it with him. She's all in. That, you know, like, I think the message, because it seems like from what we've seen on this show, like, folks are really open to sharing fucking anything to the people within the cast. I completely agree. And that is the perfect segue. And we see another example of this with Ben and Morgan and Justin and Alexa, if you want to add that in there as well. Ben is analytical to a fault. He wants to know, where do you see us in five weeks? What a random number, by the way, because the experiments eight weeks weeks, so that's weird and then when do you think we're gonna say we love each other you know what it could be though for him i know what he's doing he's gauging like at the five week mark if we haven't hit our expectations like we should ramp up or like we should do things to adjust so it's a yes on the eighth week i guess but i just feel like yeah he's doing it in a weird way i'm not saying it's the right way to do it i just think that's that's his mindset Ben says he wants some clarity on the Morgan situation, and we get some expansion on what that means. Ben is very concerned about Morgan's family situation, and I was so turned off by this conversation. He's so close-minded that Morgan's relationship with her family isn't the best, so somehow that's going to reflect onto him and his family. And that's not fair. Just because he was lucky to have a good relationship with his family doesn't mean that's the way it is for everyone. And that doesn't make a person defective or somehow less than. And he thinks, oh, this is a red flag. You're going to be weird with my parents. Then we move on to the financial talk. Ben talks about how will her student loans and ability to go to nurse practitioner school affect his financial freedom. I think Morgan was taken aback by this. I feel like future seasons are going to be modified with their questionnaires. Like one question might be, how much debt is okay debt for you to be in a relationship with someone? Is is student debt okay? Like if they have student debt, is that okay? Like obviously they're working through that. Or if they have debt because they don't know how to contain themselves with a credit card. Like, or how much of it? Oh, you have student debt. Well, like how much of student debt? Is it like over 100000 under 100000 Because this seems to be a big talking point this season. I just felt like we saw a flashback of a little bit of Isaac and I didn't like it. We had to talk about her student debt, her schooling goals, and the fact that Morgan just basically had to ask him for understanding that she isn't where he is at in life. That's not fair. It's That goes to the maturity. Everyone is going to have a different journey. Some people... Maybe they were great high school students. Maybe they got scholarships. A lot of the colleges paid for. Maybe they have rich parents that supported them. Like everyone has a different story. Maybe you had to work while you go to college, like or university. Like everyone is totally different. So like the, your result, you're all gonna get the degree, but everyone obviously that that leads to maybe a, a wide variety of debt. Like that's just the way it is. It's the world we live in. And the fact that he can't get over that, or the fact that maybe somebody decided later in their 20s like yo i need to get my life together like i'm gonna be serious with this like that's okay it's okay to start later but don't judge people because they started later 
What if it was even more shitty and Ben didn't even pay for his school or anything? Like, say he his parents paid and took care of everything. And he's looking down on Morgan for working her butt off to get her BSN. It kind of reminds me of the show we just watched. We were watching Indian Matchmaker. Great show. And highly recommend. one of the surgeons, I believe he was a heart or a lung surgeon. Cardiologist? I be- yeah. Yes. Yeah. So... He mentions that one of his fellow students in residency, I believe, like either started at 45 or was 45. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. Like anyone can start anywhere. It's yeah. the fact that Ben's judging Morgan for still having student debt at 27. Like that seems kind of harsh. He would never allow Morgan to go to medical school. I I can say that fully right now. Oh, he's like, it, it doesn't align with my plans. Yeah. You, you going to medical school and becoming a doctor does not align with my plans. Exactly. It's, it's too expensive. And then we hear about a lie. And this was so... I was The deal was sealed on my opinion of Ben's immaturity. Morgan pulled Ben aside, let him know that she does not have her BSN, that she is one class away. He took this as, you're not a nurse? You lied on about your whole occupation, your education, what you make a year, everything, your whole life is a lie. What do you do every day? But instead of asking questions and clarifying what this meant... He runs off to Justin. So now it's it's getting around to everybody. Yes. Basically. Now just assume everyone on the cast knows. Now, when we did my prediction, way off, not even close, <laughs> fucking terrible. No. Clearly, I don't have the force. I don't have the sight. I don't, well, have, I don't have the he sight. He does something later on again. So this is just the first incident. Devil's advocate. When they're filling out this questionnaire, it probably says education level. Yes, now, now. and it does. It probably does nothing in between. It's probably high school, associates, bachelor's, master's, PhD. Okay. And then when someone says like, hey, like what education level would you want to be matched with? Like someone, he's like, well, yes. if Ben's like, well, I, let's just, I can't remember if he has a master's or not. I think he does. I think so. I think he does. But let's just say he has his master's. He's like, okay, I would like to be with someone that has their bachelor's. Okay technically Morgan's lying on that application. Technically she is lying on the application, but I don't want to act like I'm any better. If I'm one class away, I'm probably putting bachelors. Let's be honest. I would have probably made the same decision. True. Also, let's say she's filling this out. She's trying to calculate when she's going to get it. When she selected, she thought she'd already have it. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. See, my mind was getting to a point where like, well, that could mean a lot of things. Like, well, maybe then Ben was saying, well, someone my age, like already done with their bachelor's. So like they've already sort of been doing this, whatever career they're in for some time versus like, I'm almost on my bachelor, which means like maybe I'm just starting my career, which Morgan had doesn't. I mean, she's been in the nurse for a few years, I think. Yeah. It's, it's touchy, but I mean, one class, come on, man. Also, he should have asked clarifying questions or kind of talked about his feelings versus, oh, you're a liar. Bye. Part of me still doesn't think he's into her. Even though in a scene, like, he's, he's like, I'm trying to, like, win you back. I'm like, I just don't really buy it. He's on her ass 24-7. He's into it. He's more into it than Miguel, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of... Okay. I'm just trashing Miguel at any point a at lot, this point. A lot, of, a lot of scenes of Miguel, it almost seemed like he was super turned off, though. Yeah. And I feel like he's an asshole. Like, he doesn't even have fun with people. He's just so critical and annoying. Ugh. I don't think anyone is as mean how is, about how, Miguel. How is the dude... No, I'm not hating on D&D. I think his dub was No, that's but the like, cool thing but about like, him. How is a dude that like plays like a cosplay-ish role-playing game, like board game, like how are you not more fun? Like I would imagine <laughs> you to be like way more cool. Yeah. Not a good look. No. 
someone from like D and D land is gonna like they have the, they're holding their face and their like palms and they're like fuck most of us are like Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no because my D and D master friend is so dope. No, I refuse to believe that she surrounds herself with people like this. Morgan, Lindy, and Stasha get together so that Morgan can kind of clarify what happened and vent. And at the same time, we see Ben and Justin talking together. I wonder if they just have a lot of similar interests and they just kind of kicked it off. And I mean, it's cool. I mean, we've seen that a lot in, in past seasons where folks just form really good relationships with some people. Stasha was concerned that Lindy was pressured into sex. And Lindy tried to explain that it was great. She wanted to do it. Thank you. It's fine. And... I think she was pressured. I think she was pressured as well. But again, I would not have the guts to bring that up because I don't know you. I don't know Lindy. This is what the third time any of these girls have hung out together. Aren't they? Didn't they mention that they're not having sex, but they're in a way being satisfied? We talked about this last time. We think a lot of jobs are happening, different types of jobs, uh, different but, careers. But, but again, going yes. back to the, the season's very open about sex. Yeah. Or about um, lovemaking action. Thank you. Okay, this shit. This is going to cause a Miguel-Nate fight. Who do you have? I need to know before we get into this. Miguel's kind of thick, though. Miguel's a little thick. He probably has the weight on him. That's huge in but a fight. But he's taller with a longer reach. Man, but uh, skinny arms? I don't know, man. Weight is huge. That's, how, that's why boxers have weight classes. Like, weight is huge. Okay, but we're not talking about classes. You still go with Miguel. Yeah, I saw him doing the rope swings. I think he's got a... He could land a good okay. punch. But he has to go up. Nate's... You can hit a hard body shot. Nate's got no body fat. Uh, that's so that's true. hitting. I didn't think a body shot. That's okay. hitting like right to his kidney. Okay, good point. Lindy pipes up. Miguel thinks Nate's ingenuine. Girl. No. Whoa. No. 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 I'd be like, I did not want you to tell anybody that. No. And then if I was Stasha, yeah, my reaction would be like, "Fuck you and fuck your man." He's like, "Yeah, yo, me and Miguel <laughs> are talking. You know, I just, I just don't know where my phone is. I'm just, I'm just, my head's in the clouds." I would talk. No, you couldn't even find your shit in your fucking bag. All right, <laughs> I know why you can't find your fucking phone. All right, first of all, but no, you are really analyzing this dude. Not your business. Absolutely not your business. Weird, weird. And I'm assuming that she brought that up as a way to get back at Stasha. She was looking at her like she wanted to slap. They were doing the weird, nice, mean girl thing. I feel like later on they have that dinner and all I could do was super analyze Miguel and Nate. And it like, was not good. Like what direction are they good. looking? Are they looking at each other? Are they cordial? Because if I was Nate, I'm like, fuck them. Like, yeah. You know, I'm not. Yeah. No, I have nothing them to off. say. Fuck them. The producers put together a picnic for Stasha to give to Nate. I love how you worded that. You're welcome. It's like they tell them to say like, oh, babe, you did this for me. But like production worked really hard and put this together. <laughs> yeah. And now we're at a picnic. Neither of them do bugs. You do not do bugs. I understand. I am the bug catch and releaser. Because I feel bad. Stasha asks Nate if he would be open to going to therapy with her before they have any problems to essentially get more tools for the future. At first, he, in his mind, he's like, hell no. Because then he asks, he's like, oh, you mean like um, when we have like an issue or like proactively? And she's like, oh, proactively. I think it's super healthy. And then he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but initially he's like, hell no. He brought it back a little bit. He, he reeled it in. He did. He caught himself by asking a question and clarifying, Ben. Thank you. Yes. Great example. 
Then we see Alexis and Nate sitting on the beach, sitting on this, I want to call it a sailboat, but it's not a sailboat, a sail raft. We don't, we don't boat. We don't, I don't do water things. I swim and then I get out. We don't ocean. No. We dip toes. Like, I don't know what that was. It was kind of like, is a sail something. Why the fuck don't they put the sail down? I don't know. Doesn't that seem, I I mean, I don't participate in these sports, but that seems like 101. If you're not in the water, take the sail down. Maybe these are kind of like fixed. Like you can't like undo them. They talk about how they want to discuss budgeting and finances when they get back, which is probably a good idea. Just enjoy your vacation and don't worry about those things yet. Did you notice they mentioned they're going to have the three account thing, which I've heard couples do? Yep. That was interesting. That's good. That's good. Um, It's good that they're in the same mode. Yes, they're not trying to convince the other one of anything financially. They're saying this is this is what we'll do. Alexis makes more than just and he confirms this will not affect his ego at all. I wouldn't care if you made more money than I did. No, I that wouldn't even be a thought in my mind that. Yeah, I'd be like, buy me something. No, (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of guys that have a problem with that. It's but it's an ego thing. Like there's no like logistically. Why is that a problem? No. Miguel was actually talking to Lindy after they got done kayaking, but that was after they had sex. So I assume that's why he's talking to her a little bit more because he got what he wanted. He's actually responding. Yeah. I didn't fully understand where the pervert comment came from, but that really caught my ear. I feel like it caught everybody's ear. (laughs) I was so confused. And honestly, I think that's how she feels. There goes Miguel, the pervert. It was, I haven't said the word pervert, like just (laughs) in, just in general. In, like probably fucking years like weird super weird like, and honestly that's how she feels like, there's miguel the D nerd like no pervert, pervert. <laughs> what why are justin and nate wearing turtlenecks on a beach in mexico why were they even packed all right it's gotta co- be cold as fucking night it has to be no there's no way i will not even accept there's that no way i would be sweating so much yes there's, there's no way Immediately, I don't even know where this came from, but even before they sit down and they're kind of having a little cocktail time, Lindy says, not to put Miguel on blast, but he told me I have eight weeks, basically to make this work, to impress him. Everyone was taken aback. They said, whoa, and then perfect timing, let's go eat. So we didn't really have any explanation or expansion on that, just Miguel denying it and Lindy saying, no, that's what happened. The fact that they don't agree, and this has happened multiple times, the fact that they don't agree as far as what to communicate to their group, not good. No, not good at all. Good. Lindy's really having I feel a like, hard time I with this. I feel like Lindy's telling the truth and Miguel's like, you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to word it differently or something. They're I not, think they're- he's mad that it's out at all. And once he finds out about the Nate thing, real bad. They talk about how their relationships are going, kind of the milestones that they're hitting and what they're looking forward to once they move back in together. Morgan opens up about being concerned about where Ben will fit in her life with her hectic work schedule. She tends to come home and kind of self-isolate to decompress. And she is being very honest and everyone took this as a red flag. Well, this is the part where we saw Justin and Alexis fucking judging hard on people like just judging everybody they were whispering to each other oh well where does ben fit in her life like, oh why does why does why does she need him like shut the fuck up i but, get it your relationship's going well don't fucking judge everyone else i do agree like the way morgan stated it was oh yeah i just i just want to get off work and um like just chill on my own or something like some input 
I also work at a hospital, not a nurse, but in a different role with patients. It takes everything in you to just have to be around people in that setting every single day. You want to make sure every patient has a good experience. It's exhausting. When I come home, same way, I don't want to do anything. But Leon is such an ingrained part of my life that it's not like I'm taking care of him or I'm going out of my way. Like, it's just a part of life. And I think they could easily get into that rhythm if they gave it a chance versus being so concerned of what it sounds like. Ben's issue is going to be that most likely Morgan works 12s. Yeah. He's probably not dated someone that works in this type of field, the song of hours. I think it is going to be a point where they might hang out for like an hour or two a night. And, you know, then it's the next day. And he does his own thing. I mean, what if she gets back and it's like he like goes to the gym like, yeah. and they're kind of not together or maybe they go to the gym together. We have those weeks, too, where we are just our schedules are really awkward. You have your basketball nights and but you work it out. So I'm fully confident in them. I think everyone's reading way too much into this. Then we move on from that conversation. And Alexis is talking about how stressed her job can be. And she's curious about how Justin will react to seeing her stressed out. Justin explains he's going to do everything for her, anything she wants, anything she needs. He's going to be there. He's going to support her, everything. Miguel pipes up. Well, what's Alexis going to do for Justin then? At first, she was hung up a little bit. A little bit. But I don't want to say they're like robot answers. They're not bad, though. It felt just maybe in the beginning, it felt a little bit like an automated answer. Like a regurgitation of what she's supposed to say. Yeah. And then I get it. She's like... Whatever my man needs, I'm going to take care of my man. Like, she basically said, like, don't fucking worry about it. I'm going to take care of my man. <laughs> she said that she'll cater to him whatever he needs, and she's very protective of him. And then this is where she let it slip. She says, I love this man. He's like, what? I can't hear you. What? Ellie, this is way too soon. I'm See, sorry. This is we, way, way too soon. I don't, I don't care if it's a 12 out of 12 right now. I'm still not saying I love you in two days. But I appreciate that they're both writing this together they both said it it's not one person doing doing more than the other right now they are both feeding into this i really really hope it works out for them because more than any other couple i think they will be the most hurt if it doesn't work out it'll work that's that's what they're setting themselves themselves up for if they can remember this and how they felt i think they'll be okay but that's real hard when you get into bad situations everyone else is going to mention the same thing. It's real easy to be like this when you're in a honeymoon. Everything's paid for. You don't have to do anything. Events are planned. Food's planned. Yeah, there's no pressure. It's really easy to be in La La Land and be like, oh, this is incredible. I love this man. And then in true Miguel fashion, he brings this down and says, you know, as much as I like Lindy, I just, I don't know. It's great that you guys are in love, but I just I just don't know yet. I mean, I'm down to fuck, but I don't know if it's going to work. I just don't know. And then this is where Lindy kind of takes Miguel's side in front of everyone and says, yeah, you know, I totally support him. We'll see where this goes. And that's completely opposite of what she just said 20 minutes ago. Do you think Lindy molds to her significant other? Is that like the type yes, that she is? absolutely. That's absolutely what I picked up from... Very early on. Alexis immediately recognized this and points it out that this is not what she was saying earlier. And then Stasha wants to also ask Miguel, what's your story? I don't know anything about you. I don't know. I just, I don't like the phrasing. I know this was all little catty shit that happened earlier. Like this is a snowball effect. I get it. But the negative against Miguel was that he also didn't have a good answer. No, 
Which is weird. Justin pipes in. It starts turning into a thing. It's everyone against everyone. Every couple for themselves. And the mariachi enters. And we're partying again, I'm assuming. I don't know who told him to come out at that time, but it was fucking perfect. Because I believe shit was about to hit the fan. After dinner, Stasha and Nate go back to their room. They're talking about intentions, how scary it is to not know intentions, and just some cute pillow talk about potentially falling in love, the L word. I do like them as a couple. I think their communication is really good. I think they've talked about some pretty deep topics already. They've talked about their background maybe more than anyone, any other couple. Yes, I like their questioning, and it is more in-depth. And they know what they're doing. They're building a really good foundation for the rest of the... For the experiment. Lindy and Miguel are talking after the dinner and Miguel is expressing how ridiculous people are. But are they or are they just calling you out on your shit? I think they just call him out on his shit. And I, some of the preview, I think we're going to see a better side of Miguel, but just in the honeymoon, what what we've seen so far, I, I don't have good vibes for him and I'm rooting for you, man. He also said something weird. I wish this version of myself was the one at the altar. So was he too nervous to appreciate the moment? Like, how do you take that? I think there's just so much going on that he probably feels like he could have been more into Lindy knowing her now, like how cool she is and stuff like that. I think he would have just been able to express that sooner. Maybe he just would have been nicer. I I hope. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But Lindy was like, this was like the best night of my life. So (laughs) she had a great time. So she did have a great time. I don't think she's changing it. The next morning, as they are getting ready to depart, Lindy starts spiraling again. She hopes that she isn't judged for when she isn't working, for how she chooses to spend her time, for going out with the girls, and she's just going on and on and listing all of these things. I'm so confused. What? She she must have, like, a day-to-day job, right? No, I think she works in a clinic to where she says, oh, I'll work this week, I won't work these two weeks, I'll work this week. Is that, like... A normal thing amongst doctors like, if you do it out enough yes you kind of just we have doctors that work just, for a week don't work for a week oh interesting yeah so it just depends on obviously the practice but yes you can do that if you do it out enough that they can fill those those slots gotcha do her friends just like don't they have jobs i'm just curious of like are, yeah, but they're down like <laughs> if, if you're gonna go hang out with them like don't they got a job to go to they're ready to party so lindy's worried about how she's gonna look to the public eye This is going to be fascinating. I'm going to have to pay close attention to Lindy. Oh, man. That just brings up something sad that just popped in my head. What's up? Of anyone who gets, you know, anyone on TV, I don't care how good you are on TV, you are going to get shit on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody does. Shout out our first bad review. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You put yourself out there, there's going to be people that hate you. Sure. So I'm nervous for how she accepts that. Everyone else, I think they're going to be like, oh, I don't care. Lindy would take it to heart. I hope she doesn't go to the Reddits. Don't, yeah. I mean, no um, one, there's really not any Lindy hate right now. But I'm just saying as the season goes on, I could see it. I think no one's going to judge her if you're living your life, doing your thing, and you work like, I don't know, half load or whatever. But if you were like throwing expenses on your partner and doing that, people would true. be like, what the hell? Like, she not- said that it doesn't affect him at all. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think it would be different. You know, I said this all season regarding Steve. If you pay your bills with whatever you're doing and you don't have to work very hard, like you can work every other week. I'm just jealous. So props to you. You do it. If Lindy with her education, she could, let's say, full time make 200K. And if she works half time, she makes 100K. I'm like, fucking good for you. I wish I could do that. That's incredible. So no hate on her schedule at all. 
After the dinner, Justin tells Alexis that he feels like Morgan is being fake. And I don't. I, that's not the vibe I get. Of course, there's different vibes when you're in front of a person. But I wonder if when you're in person, you, you get to read everything. Everyone's little quirks. Maybe when they don't make eye contact with people, they're sort of looking down or they say something and there's no eye contact. You're probably like, there's no weight behind what you're saying. Absolutely. And then also you get to watch how that person interacts with the person in real time, not this cut up way that it's fed to us. So, I mean, maybe. Alexis says it's not his place and he doesn't need to save everyone. Justin turns on the waterworks. It's a sweet conversation. She again admits that she loves him. What do you think about that scene in general? Just the emotions? Earlier in the episode, Alexis says it is really hard to be with someone so sensitive. And I could see that. Like, if you are if you need to have these really in-depth conversations regularly, I think that would be taxing on the other person. It also was caused by something that doesn't directly impact their relationship. It doesn't actually even directly impact Justin. It doesn't. And you've known this guy for two days. Less than you've known your wife at this point. Because you've only seen him right. two times, three times. Right. So I don't know if I'm going ride or die for someone that quickly. But hey, maybe there's a total connection there. BFFs right off the bat. In the last scene, we see Morgan and Ben reflecting on the honeymoon and drinking what looked like delicious espresso. Ben is still apologizing, and I think that's good. We're moving on. On the next time on, probably one of my favorite parts... The official move-in. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, everything. I mean, how the, how the apartments look, what the area's like. Uh, is anyone living out of their car? You know, I mean, just all kinds of things. Pets. Pets. They did not introduce the pets well. So I don't blame the animals at all. I blame the owners. That's going to be fucking weird. I thought Mitch was going to be the first one to possibly not stay in the, no. the apartment. No. And maybe it's going to be Alexis. I just feel like with how these people are, any one of them could be the first one to leave. It's I feel an- like Miguel's going to ask Lindy if they could have sex with this stupid ass fucking outfit. Oh my God, like, really? I don't just, I'm just thinking out loud. I could like, see it. Because then he can have that moment for his character. Do you think she'll get into D&D? I bet she would for him. For sure. I would do that for you. Do a puzzle with me. Leon makes me do puzzles with him. It's not my thing because it feels really slow, but... It is pretty fucking slow. God, imagine if I had like a thousand piece puzzle. That shit would Okay, well, you pretty much forever. are working on that right now. You have four 500 piece puzzles. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the pieces are big. Imagine if you open up a puzzle and the piece is small as fuck. You're like, I'm not doing this. Leon is low-key a really big nerd and it's very cute. So, yeah, when you guys think we're like out partying or doing something cool, it's we're getting brunch and then we're going back to have a glass of wine and do a puzzle on a Friday night. Yeah, I like we went to brunch and then I went to the comic book store and bought two (laughs) comics and come back and chill. Yeah. Netflix and chill for like the whole day. We binged the shit out of Indian matchmaking and it was so good. The karma in this season was chef's kiss. It's so fucking good. If you guys are into that type of shit, well, I mean, you're, you're listening to math. So you, 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 <laughs> I would you think like, you're down you for like, that. You then. like relationship shows. So good. Check out Indian Matchmaker. And honestly, I you wish should we watch it. season one because they make callbacks. There's reoccurring characters. The follow-ups. There you There's go. follow up All right. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. Have a good week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you all.